Sports Radio 1043 The Fan presents Football at Four. Here's the drive. journalist thing, a new thing. We'll do that in about, that's going to be fun, in about 15 minutes or so. Today was a good day. It was a good day. It was. The offense had their vibe going. They had flow going. It was by far the best day for the offense. I mean, the day was so good for the offense, I, I nodded to our pal Andrew Mason, I'm like, should we be concerned about the defense today? That's how good it was for the offense. Now we talk to Russ. <laughs> Our analysis of training camp 2023 is presented by Great Range Premium Bison. I'm not saying have the don't stop believing music ready, but have it ready. Because if this goes too far and we just are like, you got to like, we need almost like a buzzer to hit. Like once you're just like, I've, I've had enough. <laughs> Tap out buzzer? Kind of, because we can help it with, um, you know, journey don't stop believing. We can. But the, the the practice was so good today. I'm trying, I'm positive. I'm being positive here. Mm-hmm. James Maryland, all you other Russ hate, lovers, not haters. So the question is, I had to Russ. You can't really hear it on the, the old Twitter machine there for the Broncos. But there was a simple question. You know, um, what can you attribute to the flow of the offense being so much better now than at the beginning of, of camp. That would mean you'd have to concede, at least, that things weren't great at the beginning of camp, Chad. Uh-huh. Is that a fair point to concede? Yes. It's not a big debate about it, correct? I wouldn't think so. It shouldn't be. All right. And on top of it, you get to talk about good things from today. Uh-huh. Okay. So here's the answer. Well, I think that you know, the best part is is that we're really catching on to everything that we want to do. Um, I think the guys are, um, us as a collective group. That's pretty good right there, actually. Yep. That's pretty good. That we're catching on. Which which insinuates, well, they're, you know, wasn't all together initially. Mm-hmm. They're catching on. You know, um, we're having a consistency just of, you know, um, Coming out into the field, using the walkthroughs, using the practices. I, I don't really call them walkthroughs. I, they're kind of like jogthroughs. This is where we start getting in trouble. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Starts getting away from them. Yep. This is this is where it's like you started all right. Will Peterson wrote about this at DenverSports.com. But now we're talking about the walkthroughs, but they're not walkthroughs, Chad. They're jogthroughs. Because mm-hmm. you can't you can't have people think you're not giving great effort at all times. Here we go. But using those um, to really get our mind going before practice, I don't know, it's about 50 plays or whatever, however many it is. And then at the end of the day, it's all about making plays. We're, we're doing that, a great job of that. But I think also... First cliche, it's all about making plays. And then we're, we're just gone. So, um, you know, we're, we're feeling really uh, confident in terms of what we're doing, the identity of who we want to be. Obviously, being a physical, you know, running football team, being a, a team that can also, you know, throw the ball, you know, around the field and... And uh, you got a lot of playmakers. Obviously, Jerry Judy and, and Cortland can do some special things. You saw Here it is. Play, the tight ends, Troutman and Dolches. They've been having great days. Just hit it, KJ. Just hit it, because I, I know. You know, throw the ball you know, around the field and, 
And uh, you know, got a lot of playmakers. Obviously, Jerry Judy and, and Cortland can do some special things. You saw Cortland make that great play. The tight ends, Troutman and Dolchers, they've been having great days. I think we've got a plethora of running backs. And then up front, it all starts with those guys up front. I got a lot of confidence in those guys, man. They they work their butts off every day. They're extremely talented all the way from Bulls. It was good to see Bulls back, you know, just playing again. You know, obviously, he was out for. Don't forget, the question was, what do you attribute to the improvement of the flow from the beginning of Canton? Now we're talking about Garrett Bowles. Pretty much the whole year, for the most part, last year. So he's getting, getting that confidence even more every day. Uh, he's such a tremendous player at left tackle. Um, you know, when you think about powers, he's one of the best guards in the game. You know, to have a guy like that that's, that's so talented, so physical, um, you know, he knows what he's doing. Uh, he brings a certain tenacity to the huddle. Cush. Uh, um, is extremely, ex- extremely, extremely smart, and um, you know, I'm excited about him as well. And, and Big Quinn, play. you know how physical he is. You know he's, I know he's probably three forty-five, all muscle. Uh, know, but uh, yeah, exactly. And then um, you know, obviously McGlinchey will be coming back. He's a championship caliber player. So it's just it's a collective effort, um, and I think we're doing a great job of just you know pushing. <sighs> There's more though. That's all that, that for that one was. I mean, there's more. There's seven more minutes of. All right, thank you. Lacrosse talk. <laughs> the whole press conference. Oh, yeah, yeah. We got the lacrosse talk. Yes. <laughs> Keep your teammates' the lacrosse name. Talk. The lacrosse talk just quickly because I can't. His best friend, Mikey something, Mikey something, coaches the Boston Hoosie What's It's in some sort of outdoor league I've never heard of that was playing at DU over the weekend. Sorry. That's what that was. It was, was Mikey at, Thompson from the Cannons. Don't don't show off. <laughs> You've never heard of the Premier Lacrosse League? Come on. Ay ay ay. Just keep your teammates' names out of, out of your mouth. Really, you, you, you know, your 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 job is not to evaluate your teammates' play or practice performance. That's not your job. Even if you're going to put a positive spin on it, that's not your job. It's so frustrating when like our guy Russ, our guy Russ. Has a really good day today. And it just sort of, you had a good day. You had a great moment to just, and he started that way. It started good. Well, I think that you know, the best part is is that we're really catching on to everything that we want to do. Uh, cool. Show, what's an example of that? Mm-hmm. You know, that's great, man. That's great. We, 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 how did we get to a roll call about, Quinn Miners being 345 of all muscle. This is what I'm saying. Which is definitely not true. No. Anyone his, can see that. His nickname is The Belly. <laughs> Anyone can see that. It's all these unbelievable things from this dude. I lost weight, but I have no idea how much weight I've lost. I've never, I haven't stepped on a scale the entire offseason. It's just absurd on his face. And the fact that there's a disconnect where he can't see how none of this helps. I don't get KJ man, are we being too hard on your guy here or No, not at all. Okay. Okay, all okay. Right. I'm just checking. Cause again, on the field, football Russ. We're talking about all the Russes out there. Right. A million I heard Russes. all I heard the various There's Russes yesterday various Russes. with with uh Nate. Well football Russ. Mm-hmm. Football Russ was great. He was great today. I thought he was great. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then it's just like, why does he just sort of miss that connection? Well, there you go. That's why. That's that's why. And he's doing it to be a nice dude. But you've got to, I think, and every human being has to admit some moment of weakness or failure. And he was asked another question. We'll find out with Cliss later. But he was asked about his confidence or something. And he's like, well, I, you know, don't lack confidence. 
You know what the best moment of today's pressers was today? And I'll give credit to Eric Goodman because he asked it to uh, VJ. Who, man, I'm really, like, I am becoming such a bigger VJ fan day after day. I think he was put into a lousy situation when he first got here. He was. And um, I think he did the best he could under tremendously difficult circumstances. He said today, I'm humbled. I'm humbled. And Fantastic. Yeah, he was. He, I thought VJ was, was great. Um, and it was interesting. Losing that game was not acceptable. And VJ said it. VJ said it. We can't do that. Mm-hmm. And I, I actually was taken aback by that a little bit. Like, man, that's a bunch of threes against fours and fives. And I don't know, man. I mean, you know, he's like, we can't do that. It's not acceptable. It's like, that's good, man. That's a, that's a different vibe. I think these games matter to Sean Payton. Sean Payton went out of his way, Chad, to break down his decision to score the touchdown when the Cardinals were basically letting him score the touchdown. Uh-huh. He broke it down. Uh-huh. He knew with two timeouts, the Card- Cardinals had two timeouts, it would be a 48-second sort of deal if they, they took two knees, leaving them with 50 seconds in the ball. We would only have a three-point lead. Like, he knew what he was doing. Uh-huh. There wasn't any guesswork here. It wasn't acceptable to VJ and the Broncos coaching staff that they lost that game, even though it took the last play of the game and all that. That did not go over well. I think there's something to be said for the Ravens' model of trying your absolute best to win preseason games. I know the games don't count, but they do matter. Yeah, uh, yeah, no and, kidding. And the feeling in the building, the the the, the culture of never accepting losing, yep. no matter who's in the game, they're not going to, you know. Harbaugh's not going to put Lamar Jackson back into the game to try to win a preseason game. He's never done that. But they expect their guys to go out and produce a winning effort. This is football. This is what we do. They've won, what, 24 or 26 in a row out in Baltimore. That mindset means something. I think Russ is a really good teammate. I think he's super encouraging to all the guys. I think he works hard. Everybody says that there's so many more good things than bad. But it's okay at one point to admit Things weren't great to say now we've done things to improve, to get better. It's all right to admit a fault or a problem, to say things have improved now, and I'm humbled by the moment, like mm-hmm. VJ said today. Right. That was a great moment for VJ, and I think Russ is still a work in progress, and I don't really quite get that. I don't, I don't understand it. Um, and maybe this just goes to his big philosophy about being neutral and his mental mind thought process and, and all that. But but he had a really good day today. You're missing so, it. What am I missing? You're, you're missing it. He's not at the podium enough. If you guys, if they would allow him to go to the podium more, he would get some of this stuff off his chest. He has to get 20 to 30 minutes of, hey, this is what I'm thinking about in 8 to 10 minutes. You guys got to right. let him get to that podium more. What are you, what are you, you think I'm stopping him? <laughs> when I asked him that question, how the hell did he get to Quinn Miners' 345 filled with muscle? He started listing teammates. Yeah, what happened? When did the Stop what? that. Yeah, man. Stop. All right, uh, Training Camp 2023 presented by Lincoln Tech. Put your potential to work. I just don't want all this other stuff. I can see how his mind like could get cluttered up with other stuff, Chad. I can see it. Mm-hmm. I can definitely see it. Just, hey, man, clear... Clear your mind and be cool, and hey, you had a really good day today. And we are pro-Russ. We want Russ to work out. Mm-hmm. We do. We do. I absolutely do. I, I said his 
Seven on seven pass, Manhurst was exactly where he needed to be at this time. He's making that kind of progress in this system. He was throwing the the, the cash to Troutman was great. He had an on time beautiful fade to Sutton for a touchdown. So 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 many good things. He ran eighty yards after he was sacked. Beautiful stuff. Mm-hmm. It's okay to be humble, that's for sure. <laughs> Please. All right, um, Dion. Yeah, Coach Prime. Dude, mm-hmm. some choice audio. Yeah, we'll hear it next. Training Camp 2023, Great Range Premium Bison presents The Drive. It's um, been brutal, um, that news in Maui, man. Just awful. Awful. And I'm glad that we're doing something great. Bonneville has launched a fundraiser. Head to denversports.com. At the top of the page, you'll see a link to the Bonneville Maui Strong Fire Relief Fund. 100% of donations will go to the Hawaii Community Foundation serving Maui. Again, that's the Bonneville Maui Strong Fire Relief Fund at denversports.com. I got a text from uh, Mike Evans. Oh, so this is interesting. It's like it's really the uh, you know I probably shouldn't insert myself into the beef because it really seems to be between the morning show and the Zokley show. But I like stirring the pot, and uh, I'll read you what Mike had to say. I hope that's okay, Mike. If it's not, let me know. But go for some clarification. I'm, I'm not opposed to Mike calling in too if he wants to. Hey man, I'm happy to have Mike Colin and Zach Colin. I'm just gonna keep it open there, KJ Drew. We want to make some. Uh, Mike versus Zach magic happen? I'm, uh, hey, I'm here for that show. Yeah, I think Zach's all tied up, man. <laughs> <laughs> you think so, huh? I think so. Okay. All right, let me play you, Coach Prime. What is going on there with Dion mm. in Boulder? You're just up there, huh? I was just there. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. Let me, let me play it, and we can get into it. Now, this is Dion versus uh, Pat Rooney from the Boulder Daily Camera. Whose chances are at practice every single day, oh, every single mini opportunity. How many people do you think follow the Buffs every day? Not a ton. Four? Five? Mm-hmm. I'm not talking about, hey, once a week we're going to go up there for the free ham sandwich and whatever they do for media day. I don't even know if they give you a free ham sandwich. But here's Coach Prime against Pat Rooney. Pat Rooney, Boulder Daily Camera. Uh, Coach. Obviously, you're set with Shadur at quarterback, but behind, <laughs> behind him, how has the competition? Like that. Obviously, you're set with Shador. Well, who do you want me to play? No, I mean behind the, him. I'm asking. He's pretty good. Well, you can't you can't present the thing like that. Obviously, you're set. You know how that sounds. That didn't sound. Well, good. you did annoy him to start. No, it did, it did, it, you, you gotta you gotta package that thing a little different. You know, it's like I'm playing favorites because he's my son. You know, I'm the same guy who benched my son in the championship game for being five minutes late in Shallow. So it's not like we're set with Shadu. I think he's earned the right to be the guy behind the center. Fair enough. That's why I'm set with him. Fair enough. Yeah. The question, though, is yeah. about the guys behind him. Yeah. Why don't ask about that? Kind of, has anyone kind of emerged as that number two guy yet? Or um, I don't know if they've emerged. I mean, some are, they're doing well, but we're still unsatisfied. It's, it's tough to satisfy us. Okay. Of course he could have just said, Coach Prime, where are you leaning towards your number two? 
or who's impressed you in terms of your number two quarterback? He could have just said that. He opened with, oh, hold on a second. He opened with. Pat Rooney, Boulder Daily Camera. Uh, coach, obviously you're set with Shadur at quarterback. Was that out of line? No. Would Tony Dungy flip on somebody who said, obviously you're set with Peyton Manning as your starter, but tell me about uh, Matt Hasselback or Brock Heward. You know what I'm saying? And the questioner did not say your son. He did not. I thought that was part of it, but you're, you did, are correct. He did not say that. Mm-hmm. He, he addressed him properly. Right. Shador, that's, people go by their first names. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Yeah. He could have said Sanders, I suppose. Mm-hmm. So what's your reaction to that? I've, I've seen a number of these moments from Coach Prime uh, where he bristles up at something that doesn't seem to be worth bristling up at. And it was not just here in Boulder. It was in Jackson State as well. Um, I'm not sure what the goal of that is. Uh, I'm not sure. It's a little defensive, isn't I'm it? I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not sure why your sensitivities are that way. And, you know, let's be aware of recent history in Boulder. There was a coach whose son was a quarterback, and that didn't go so well for the program or for the quarterback or for the coach. So not that they were lumping you in that in that process or, or, or that into things, but clearly there's a history there. So if there is a concern about your son being the quarterback, it's more so couched in that than your son didn't earn it. Why is Prime so sensitive about it? I don't know. I don't, I, I, I don't know. It's, it, I, I would be very uncomfortable if my son were the quarterback of a football team I was coaching. Mm-hmm. That would make me very uncomfortable. Uh, I, I want my, my coaching to be seen as, un, un, as unbiased and best players play and all of that. And it seems as if Shadour is the best quarterback. I don't have any doubt about who's that. Who's questioning it? But, and the, the questioner wasn't questioning he it. He wasn't. Nor was he uh, assigning any ulterior or, or bad motives to he, Coach Prime. He's just writing an article. He's trying to figure out, like, who's doing good after Shadour. Right. And sometimes when you're asking a question, you may stumble upon it eventually. You don't always ask it the smoothest way possible. He, he didn't have to bring up that Shadur was the starter. Everybody knows it. He could have simply just gone to... Who's looking good at number two? He could have. But, 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 but whatever. You know, we certainly understand what he was trying to say. And he wasn't trying to say anything bad or no, negative? No. Or, uh, cast doubt upon the choice or motives or anything? All right, does this give you just a slight pause <laughs> when it's August? And that is not a confrontational situation whatsoever. What happens if things go a little bit sideways during the year? Which it seems in- inevitable that they will. It's not going to be an easy road. No. And so, how are you going to handle those questions? What happens if Shadur has a bad game and you get asked about it? I, I know you're trying to sell a very positive mindset and a positive image, but it, this, in some ways, circles back to the Russell Wilson kind of I can't see any bad, I don't admit any bad, it doesn't exist. Right. It does. Reality is real, dog. Right. Facts are facts, man. Right. And you are facing a uphill climb in a conference that's going away, but still has some very good teams in it this year. Right. And the media who follows the Pac-12 picked you guys second to last with Stanford being the only team below you. That is a fact. You look at Pac-12 coaches media poll, that is a fact. So while you want to sell something positive, which I understand as a coach you certainly should, Mm -hmm. there are some factual things in the program which you can't be undefeated this year. It's just not going to happen. It to me is a is a bit of a it's a bit of an eyebrow raise. Like Mm -hmm. 
because we've seen things go a little sour at CU. We know it's tough. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> well, hey, I'll tell you this though: it's entertaining as hell. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. And I'm 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 all here for it. And I'm all I'm pro Coach Prime. Totally co- uh, pro Coach Prime. But I'll, I'll give a little shout out to my guy uh, Pat Rooney. Like, what did he do to deserve that? Come on, man. He's just asking a reasonable yeah. question. Completely fair question. All yeah. right. Um, Mike Evans asks ridiculous questions. But we'll get to him and deal with that coming up next. It's Training Camp 2023. Lincoln Tech. Put your potential to work. Presents The Drive. Sorry about that. I'm getting, uh, I think, uh, spammed. Let me show you what Mikey uh, wrote to me, man. We did reach out to Evans. Are you a process guy or a results guy? Think about that question. Chad, are you a process guy or a results guy? Who are you, Chad? The two are linked together. There's there's no doubt about that. Um, But if the results... If you're a process guy, you're you're constantly riding the higher low of getting to whatever result you're looking. I'm sorry, if you're a result guy, you're always riding that. Mm-hmm. Versus the process guy, it allows you to be a little bit more steady eddy. If you're a process guy, I show up every day, I put my work in, and eventually because of my work ethic, because of the consistency of my work, I will get the results. But this way I'm not riding the highs and lows of wins or losses. I'm just staying steadily focused on the process of it all. Mike goes on, uh, uh, Stoke and Zach say they're all about results, mocked idea process, and then Mike says some funny things that I'm not going to read on the air. But Mike's funny. Mike says it takes, it takes some, some, some shots. Mm-hmm. So, and Mike says, uh, Russ is very Tebow-like. What is hmm. that, does that have to do with? I don't know. I'm not sure. The, is that in the side? Or is that that's a why process or why results linked? I don't even know. I'm trying to. Uh, this feels like Mike was out on his deck in Lakewood and just talking into his, his phone. <laughs> not all the words are, are connecting. So, you know, again, we, we, we wonder what Mike does after 9 a.m. Mm-hmm. It's an interesting question, though. Are you a process guy or a results guy? I think I'm about the process. I think I'm a process guy. That's why I'm such a fan so far of Sean Payton. Mm-hmm. I love what I'm seeing out there. I love the building blocks that, that are being put together. <sighs> Results. Well, I mean, if you do the right process, if you have it set up in the beginning, aren't you going to get the results that you want? That would be the test of your process. How well is your process organized, thought out, thought through? Because if you do this process and you adhere to it and stay consistent with it, it should bring you results. Absolutely. The process last year is, uh, well, two years ago, as Von Miller talked about, you know, the steadiness out in, in San Francisco. They didn't lose their mind after they lost a game or two. I'm not San Francisco, in L.A. Uh, they stayed committed to the process. Their process was good. It wasn't so good when... Von Miller finished up here with the Broncos, and that's what he was making a 
comparison and contrasting to the two different styles of that. So you can be beholden to your process, but it should be a good process. So what did you see today? I saw a good process. I saw a team that has used the training camp, here's that word again, process to improve the results. In week one, the results were very uh, suspect. In week two, we were split. You know, James Merlatt is going full Russ's comeback player of the year, greatest history, uh, greatest season history of the Broncos quarterback play ever. And others were like, okay, I still need to see a little bit more. But now we're in week three. In week three, I think it's undeniable that there has been progress due to the steady, consistent nature of the process. Uh, our analysis of Training Camp 2023 is presented by Great Range Premium Bison. I asked VJ today about Justin Simmons. And VJ had a funny answer. He goes, well, I'm not a doctor. But I'm not a doctor. I, I can't, I, I can't I, go. I heard him well. say that, yes. As low as VJ. I'm not a boy. He's got a deep voice. <laughs> but uh, he's not a doctor. We got we got to get Kyle Reese in here to do the the VJ impression because he's got he's got another baritone that just goes for days. He does. I'm not a doctor. Did VJ have that voice? Oh, you got that. That's great. I'm not a doctor. Oh, that's funny, man. I didn't know you had that. Yeah, you know what? That was actually from his old tenure. Get out of here! Dancing. Shut up! I'm not a doctor. He said that before. Yeah. Oh, you got to find today then. You got to go through it and find him saying it again today. Wow, we have an old I'm not a doctor. Okay. But, but you know I, not a doctor. I okay. love that statement every time a coach says that because you're not. So to you ask a coach injury issues, injury injury concerns or questions, that should be the standard answer every time. I'm not a doctor. I'm not, I'm How not do not. you feel about Simmons right now in terms of being ready for week one? Uh, I think Justin Simmons can not play another snap of the preseason and still be a very, very good player. Um, oh, I have no doubts about that. I'm, I'm actually just your concern meter in terms of his health. Uh, I'm not super concerned. We got a long time before the first game. Okay. I mean, he's bouncing around out there. Today is the 16th, and we've got until September 10th. I'm not pushing time. any panic buttons on the defense. The bigger worrisome issue for the Broncos is their offensive line. That's pretty darn clear. Not Russell Wilson, actually. It doesn't appear to be that case right now. Offensive line is a mess, but um, they're better with Simmons, There's you know. No doubt. And and I don't know. I'm just my concern meter is just up a little bit on Simmons. Okay, just a little bit, Chad. A little bit. Why? He's missed a good chunk of time right now for 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 an injury that was sort of poo pooed and that he hasn't had surgery or anything for, and mm-hmm. not going to. He's got a you know a little, I don't know, a little groin strain. But wouldn't you allow? a player of Justin Simmons' stature and neededness on this team to completely heal. It's not like a, you know, a sore wrist and, you know, you just fight your way through it. If you fight your way through this, it could linger on the rest of the season and not just be sore, but turn into something far worse. So why is giving Justin Simmons the needed time to recover causing you concern? I just, I'm just concerned at something worse. I remember, you know, last year was Randy Gregory. Remember that? It was like, ah, I'll be fine. I'm okay. Mm-hmm. Like, like he's out for seven straight weeks. Mm-hmm. I want Justin Simmons to be on the field. What can I tell you? Yeah, and by him sitting out now, ensures he'll be able to be on the field now when then, it counts. And we're going to that question about preseason games and what are we doing and how many guys should we sit out and does the end score matter that we've been told now repeatedly today that it does actually matter. 
according to Adam Troutman and, and others and the way Sean Payton and VJ have reacted to things, it seems like it matters. It doesn't count, but it does matter. I, it's, I, I've been consistent. Well, At least I've, I've been consistent. They seem that. to feel like it counts and it matters. The, the vibe out there is like, we got to win. You do well. You need to have a winning mindset at all times, absolutely. And so, when you have victory slip through your fingers, as it did in that preseason game, it can be disappointing. So, again, they're not going to put any starters back in or any second guys back in. It's going to be the threes that are going to go out there and finish the fight. But you need do to play you, with a menacing, uh, a winning mindset. All right. So I'm stuck on something then because I think I saw what I needed to see in the first game. I, I don't really need to see Russell Wilson in the offense go out there and slug it away and play a full half and do you do you, do you need to really see something out of these guys I yeah. think I oh man I think I saw what I needed today I'm, I'm ready to sort of you know sort of glide in and just get ready for the season at this point you think there's enough game time polish I on think, this offense I think this week was really good and I think next week's joint practice against the Rams will basically do the trick and I think we're we're ready to go we're good to go. Wow. Yeah, man. I, I'm not really feeling the vibe of, like, this preseason game really matters. I thought it was kind of important they, they work out some kinks in, in the first game. But let's face it, Chad, they got in four series. I mean, they got in how many plays? 20-something plays? That's, that's all right. That's they had to go. to go back out there for the fourth <laughs> they got series. A, they got a punishment drive. Right. But and, they, they did it, and they, they produced in it against a bunch of third strikes. Game one doesn't have a whole lot of game planning. You as a coach and a coaching staff, you typically treat one of the preseason games as a mock game. And you and your staff develop a game plan. You watch tape. You introduce the run game. You introduce the pass game of your compo- of your opponent. You do all the things that you would normally do during a normal week so we can all practice what a normal week well, is going to you, look at. Won't you get enough of that with the Rams coming in next week anyways? It depends on how they're going to treat game three. Is game three going to be a, a throwaway mm-hmm. and is literally going to be 30 guys dressed for the game and 25 guys in the sideline in, in sweats? That's what I would do because I would get the kinks out the best you can during the practice itself with the Rams where you could more or less effectively game plan it for, for what you do in the practice. You can't, you know, a game plan does not work in practice. All right, it's then we go deal. we go down the weird rabbit hole of who's playing and who's not playing. And, you yes. know, it's, a, it's some people are going to play, some people aren't going to play. Simmons is not going to play because it doesn't really matter. Rams aren't going to play anybody, right? Okay, so then, okay, what are we really doing? And, and and then this is the most – I feel this is the most frustrating part of the entire training camp preseason schedule after you play that first preseason game. Because I think everybody's just ready for real games at this time. No, they're not ready for a real game. They're not. Who's not? No one is. <laughs> no one in the league is ready to line That's up and play regular season head. football. <laughs> no one is. Really? No. It takes more than 20 plays of full-speed action to get yourself prepared to play a 75-play football game. All right, well, we'll get to what more is left. I was pretty happy with what's going on out there. And Sean Payton said the reason they're splitting the snaps is because we're not getting ready yet for the season. We're still installing things. Mm-hmm. And my mindset is, let's go. Like, let's get more reps out there. Let's get the starters going. I, I don't need to see. So you're process-oriented, but you don't like this process. I do like this process. I do. I'm, well, I'm frustrated by the NFL process. Not Sean Payton's process. Sean's just working within the constraints of what he's given. Right. I think he really is doing a great job with what's being put in front of him. I got I got no beefs with that. It's just a weird thing to have to manage and manipulate, that you have to get through all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And we'll see if, if you really care. So I guess the big question is, I'll throw it out there. 
We can talk about it coming up and, and to you out there. Do you seriously care? Or what really does matter about this game coming up against the Niners? Well, I mean, what do you need to see? Plus, somebody did something on a football field they just had no right to do, period. And there's video of it. Details next. It's Training Camp 2023. Great Range Premium Bison presents The Drive. I can't let you go. Where, where are we going with this? He's game? lost. Is there a genre? We're no, he's, you're officially lost. <laughs> it's, a, it's you did fine. Stop. Yeah, I, I, the, the last couple oh, yeah. times have been tremendous. Yeah, you, you, you're falling off on this one. All right, yeah, all right. just go back to uh, just. I got it. <laughs> Play some Led Zeppelin for me. Just you know, bathe me in a guitar god at some point. Just be fine. I don't even know. Is it? Well, I don't even know who this is. It's Elvis. Is this Elvis? Yeah. Yes. This isn't even the good Elvis. <laughs> good Elvis, bad Elvis. Oh, Kung there's definitely good Elvis and bad Elvis. Kung Fu Elvis. I did not even recognize that Elvis. as Elvis. I should have, I guess. All right, here's something I saw that um, we'll have Andrew Mason here after 5 o'clock. Mace is the man. Mace is awesome. Mace! So there was a, um, a fight. I don't even know who it was against. The Ravens were fighting somebody. They have a joint practice against somebody. Commanders, thank you. Justin Tucker. It's a very interesting move on the football field when you see guys join a fracas. Because mm-hmm. they put their helmet on. Smart. If they don't have it, they put their helmet on, then they, they, they run in for the, uh, for the fracas. Fisticuffs, yes. Justin Tucker, the kicker, put his helmet on. I saw and, the clip. And ran into the fracas. I saw the clip. I loved it. Oh, come on. Yeah. Come on. I loved it. You're you're pro kickers fighting or being part of the fracas. He wasn't going into. You don't think he was going to throw some no, uh, throw some bombs? No, he was coming in as a peacemaker, pull up harder, not a not a, not a turner upper. Coach Prime. I seen two of y'all walking off over there, and you got a key teammate fight. What do they do there? No one. No one. What do they do that at? Not here. In one fight, we all fight. You understand that? I don't want to see y'all walking off with somebody's fight. Never again. What do they do that at? (laughs) W-H-A-T, W-O, no, W-A, I'm sorry, no, D-A, D-O, D-A, A-T. I I know what he's talking about. I understand what. Come on, but I, I, I think it was awesome. Where they do that? That's that's a, that's a great phrase. Where they do that at? So you like that out of Coach Prime? That's a good thing. You 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 shouldn't you shouldn't turn your back to. That's you, a shoulder to shoulder moment. Yes, there's a brotherhood moment. Okay, you, you may be wrong, my friend. Get into this fight, but I am obligated to have your back, my brother. And you may be right. And I'm coming in, and I'm joining you with some haymakers. Absolutely. I've seen brawls between on the same team, offense and defense. I've seen teams go at it. I've seen defensive lines and offensive lines go at it. And you are expected, the expectation is for you to join in with your group. No matter how wrong or right the whole group is, I mean, that's we what are he's together. Saying. That's what he's saying, right? That's exactly what he's saying. Yeah, I mean, you, he's encouraging them to fight that. See this ball. I seen two of y'all walking off over there. And you got a key teammate fight. What do they do there? No one. No one. Not what do they do there? Not no here. 
In one fight, we all fight. You understand that? Yes, I don't want to see y'all walking off with somebody's fight. Yes, sir. Never again. Oh, Hi, that gets me kind of fired up. That was a good one. That's a good I one. I like that Coach Prime clip. Yeah. That's good stuff. Brotherhood, my back. Because he talked about, I don't care if these guys don't, if they like each other. But clearly he does. Mm. So I, I, that clip, that list of sound bites from, from that conversation, I need to maybe do a deeper dive. Maybe some more context to what he's talking about. Do you think he goes over to his kicker and goes, except you? Just don't worry about it. <laughs> okay. You, you just, you just, uh, Justin Tucker going into a fight. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I know. He's coming in to break it up, which I. He know. needs to see a fight and walk to the other side of the field. Did and, you see the uh, fight out there today? I did. Talk to me. Wadberg got his helmet snatched. Well, who snatched the helmet? I, I didn't. I'm not sure. I was standing next to Cliss, and Cliss and I were unsure who. Yeah, I'm not sure. It was clearly Wadenberg without the helmet. Mm-hmm. It was a defensive lineman, uh, but I don't know who grabbed the helmet. And then it was a another tussle going on behind that mm-hmm. that those guys stopped because they were watching Wadenberg's helmet get ripped off. So a little chippiness this time of camp. I think it's a good sign. Well, I think today was a very physical day at camp, and likely. Ah, see, I don't know, man. How physical do you get when another team comes to town? I would love to turn it up and finally get a chance to hit somebody else. Okay. You got to be sort of respectful, though, can't, don't you? Or uh, No? No, not at all? My own team? Uh, yeah, we're respectful. This is the one team we are guaranteed to never play is this team. The mother teams? They got it coming. Okay. Well, you you were here. You saw what happened when the San Francisco 49ers got off that bus. It was embarrassing. And come, and just showed up and kicked some ass. Yep. And then Philip Lindsay the next day had to fight everybody. He was like Tanner from the Bad News Bears. <laughs> but it, you you clearly saw the Broncos got reamed out by the coaches the the after. I mean, it was it was embarrassing. Yes. It was embarrassing what the Niners and it wasn't just the butt kicking which they delivered. It was how they did it with so much enthusiasm and team spirit and collectively just like, wow. Yeah. It was and then like, I'm not even lying. Phil Lindsay the next day, uh, uh, he got the message at least, you know. And it's, you know, of course it's funny because he's the smallest guy out there. Right. But he was trying at least. It ain't the size of the dog in the fight. It's yeah. The size of the fight in the dog. No, that was humiliating. It's very rare. I don't even, I can't even think of another Broncos, like, joint practice that was that embarrassing. Because that was the year I did the spring internship with the 49ers. And oh I knew gosh. what yeah. team was coming off the bus. Yeah. And I knew what kind of energy level they were going to bring. Yeah. That I, was Sala. That was Robert Sala's defense. That was Robert Sala's defense, yeah. yeah. He was still de- uh, defensive coordinator back then. Yeah. yeah. And D'Amico Ryans was linebacker coach. He's now head coach of the oh, Houston Texans. I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So a lot of talented people on that staff, a lot of talented players on that team. They had five first-round picks in the defensive line room. You know, so that was a group I worked with, and I knew how they were going to get off that bus and what kind of performance they were going to put together. All right. Tomorrow's practice will be pretty mellow. Last practice open to the public unless they change something and make the joint practice open to the public. Right now it's not. So I think tomorrow's going to be a pretty mellow day relatively. (sighs) Probably, Yeah. yeah. So today think, was not turned up all the way, though, either. What? So what was today, then? It was a tempoed practice, but it wasn't that high tempo. I was not wowed at the effort and speed of practice. It was brutally hot. I mean, it was the hottest day out there at training camp under mm-hmm. some hot days, and there was no wind, there was no cover, there was no nothing. It was hot. You want to talk about just a dog day. This was the doggiest of days. And you got to fight your way through it. You got to tough your way through it. You think it's not going to be hot uh, where do we go? Boom, boom, boom. Uh, September 10th. It'll be 
It'll be hot at 225 kickoff. Mm-hmm. Uh, even sub- the 17th, it'll still be warm. Uh, now you're in Miami, September 24th, definitely going to be hot there, 1 o'clock kickoff. So you got to take advantage of these hot days and not turn it down. you got to turn it up to toughen yourself for what's upcoming. 